Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Good morning, Coach. How are you? I'm good. Good morning. How are y'all doing? We're doing good, good. by the way. We're also joined by T.J. Lang. So we're, this show has you, John, T.J., so three guys who know what they're talking about and a goof like me. So I'll, we'll get the goof question out of the way. Uh, you get your hearing back yet? <laughs> uh, well, yeah, it took a minute, though. <laughs> I can tell you this, but I, I don't know. I can't remember exactly what quarter it was in, but my eardrums were – I could feel my eardrums reverberating back and forth. So um, our fans definitely did their part. There, there's no doubt about that. When you look at the way that you guys started that game, three drives, three scores, and, and especially if it's going to be back and forth – um, and you're able to, to force them to kick a field goal on one of them. How important was that against that type of offense to be able to start off that hot? Yeah, I mean, it was. we felt like that was going to be one of the keys of the game. We needed to get off to a hot start. Uh, you know, and everybody says that every week, but I, I did think it was important that, um, you know, that offensively we get going, set the tone for the game. Uh, and our defense set the tone in the second half, you know. And uh, but to come out and do what we did, um, you know, three straight possessions, touchdowns, and then our defense holds them to a field goal on one of those possessions. So you're in a bit of a track meet early, and they they hold them there, which is that's a, that's that's a difference maker, um, you know. And then obviously to come out, like I said, in the second half, and our defense uh, takes the baton and, and carries it through. So it was just it was a great team effort. Hey, Coach, after uh, watching the film now, I know you've had a couple days. What, what, what were you the most impressed with when you sat down and watched the film for the first time probably yesterday? Oh, man, most impressed with. I, I just, look, I, I kind of said this yesterday. I, I, I think the fact that, um, I don't know, just the fact that our guys hung in there and play, really played like we have all year as a team, you know, um, and you're in that type of environment, first playoff game for so many of those guys. Uh, the building's electric, you know, not losing your head, staying in the moment, uh, trust the guy next to you. 
And don't get frazzled if it doesn't quite go your way. And at any given time, we're going to need a unit to step up. And, and it really flowed that way. We needed all three units to win that game, and all three of them did their part. And by the way, when you play with three units, you can beat anybody in the league at any given time. I asked you last week about the confidence level of a guy who missed extra points two out of the last three weeks. Badgley showed why you have confidence in him. 54-yard field goal. A lot of us sitting there saying, what? Uh, there's no way he's going to make it. But he made it, and he made it with authority, too. Yeah, Badge is, like I said, man, he's, he's just he's consistent. I mean, he does every day in practice. Uh, watch him from these distances. We move him through the 50s, down the obviously, extra points. And uh, I don't, if you're ever around Badge, he just doesn't give a crap. I mean, he's... <laughs> He's the same guy every day. It's the same swing, and literally, if he misses one, he just kind of he hit it wrong, or or there was something else that. But it has nothing to do with his psyche or where he's at. Um, so no, we, I I trusted him to make that. He stepped up there and hit it, and then looked at me like, well, no shit, I hit it. So um, it's the best, man. We needed it, and that that proved to be a huge kick for us. <laughs> it was. Um... You mentioned the defense obviously stepped up in the second half. What was the difference for you guys defensively in the second half versus the first? Yeah, look, we we uh, we made us we made a few adjustments there. You know, they were like they've done all year. They were offensively, you know, they they were getting a couple of things. They do a good job of of getting in formations um, where they feel like they can tell what, what you're in, what you're doing, and then they motion or shift out of it and then get into the perfect play. And, uh, you know, and, and of course, you can hide it all you want. When Stafford's over there, he can, he's like a bird dog. So um, he, he, was, he was getting them in the best play available. They were creating a lot of rubs, uh, you know, the, the crossing routes and uh, interference and, so they got us on a few of those things, and really, second half, we just we kind of wanted to get out of the man world and and start, you know, matching a little bit, playing a little bit more two safety looks, so we could get help from our safeties. Um, you know, obviously, when you do that, now you put a burden on the run game. Mm-hmm. Um, but it but it did prove to to be uh, a good move for us. I thought AG did a hell of a job. I thought it was a great game plan. I thought we hit this guy and. Uh, which we needed to do, but the adjustments in the second half proved to be uh, uh, really, really pivotal for us. Hey, Coach, we know you were there probably really late Sunday night into Monday morning. Uh, my question, did you, did you get a chance to celebrate? You know what? Not really. Um, believe it or not, it was so late, you know, and um, certainly, man, believe me, I was happy, but I just get home and I'm just sitting there on the couch. I got a fire going and the TV's on, but I'm not even watching it. I just zoned out for a while. I didn't, you know, I didn't have anything to drink. I didn't smoke anything. I didn't, I'm just sitting there and um, thinking about the game, thinking about what, you know, what's next. Um, And so, and I just think it's always, until this is done, it's like, man, here's the next one. Who are we playing? What do we got to do better? And so here we go, man. Now we know we got Tampa. Yeah, and how about that? Did you watch that? You obviously don't watch that game last night as a fan, do you? You watch it with uh, some notes or no? Yeah, I mean, you watch it as you're trying to gain information. You know, that's that's how I watch it. Now, certainly when you watch a TV copy, it's easy to become a fan, right, of football. Yeah. I mean, there, there's, there's so many things that go into it. Um, but, yeah, you just kind of take notes of what's going on. And I know this. The first note I wrote, which doesn't surprise me one bit, uh, is 
Tampa Bay is freaking physical and tough, and they fly to the football and uh, on on both sides of the ball. But th- this is a tackling tough football team, and um, so that was evident. I mean, that popped on the tape. There's one team that's freaking aggressive and flying around here, and so we know we got our hands full. We played these guys before. I mean, this is going to be a mirror image of us. We're just going to, you know, two heavyweights going at it, body blows. Um, it ought to be an exciting game. I'm curious from your perspective. Obviously, in division, you play everybody twice. This is a team that's out of your division. You don't play them every year. You could go years without playing them, and now all of a sudden you play them twice. What's the value of playing an unfamiliar team twice, but also what is the concern about playing a team the second time that you've already beaten? Yeah, I, you know, I, I think that look, we came out of that game – you know, we did so many things right to win that game and did them well. But we also came out of that game and said, man, uh, I know from an offensive perspective, there's things we can we can do so much better and need to do just schematically because, you know, I mean, for example, that beat Bay now, he's a hell of a player. Yeah. And he really is. I think he's one of the most underrated uh, interior D linemen in this league. I mean, he is a load, and he's powerful, he's strong. He can push the pocket in the pass game. Um and so there's just these things, man, you think about, all right, how do we attack them better than we did uh, the last time? And I think until you actually get in the battle and, and uh, you know, you, you do that, you don't know entirely what it's like. Um, so I think that helps. Now, obviously, on the flip side, they, they've got a roadmap on you, too, now. So they played you, and they know what they need to do better and what they would do better. Uh, to give themselves a better chance. And and then through that, honestly, b- both of us have evolved since that, that game we played each other. Uh, that was an early game in the season uh, out at their place. So, look, they're a, better pl- they're a better team than they were then. But I believe we are too. So this will be – there's a chess game to it. You know, our Ben Johnson and, and uh, AG are going to put together a hell of a game plan. FIP's going to have some good stuff for us. And – and then we just got to go at it. It's us versus them. They got plenty of weapons. Uh, it's it's got a championship head coach over there, man. He understands uh, what it's about, and they're tough and physical. So we're looking forward to it. Uh, Nakua obviously had a great game against you guys. They, it seemed to me they had a lot of those uh, trip formations, like the bunch thing. You didn't, we didn't know you knew he was going to get the ball, but it's in the interference that they would run for him. Uh, do you expect Tampa to try to uh, mimic what they did? Because they broke – well, Philadelphia can't tackle anybody right now, but they broke a lot of tackles last night. They sure did. Um, yeah, I mean, if I'm them, I'm taking some of that, right? I mean, I, you're, you're going to watch that tape, and you're going to take nuggets from everybody since your game that has felt like they gave you some problems. And – you're going to see where it fits into to what you do offensively. Now you may want to take the whole plan, but you'll you'll find some nuggets and uh, and use it. So certainly we got to be prepared for that. Um, and they did do a great job of breaking tackles um, over there. Now let me say this about uh, Puka because look, we we knew he was a good receiver. He's had a hell of a season, uh, but but watching him in real time, you know, against us the other day, he he's. He's really, he's a really good receiver. I mean, it, there's no wonder why he's had the production. He's strong. He's physical. He tacks the football. Uh, he's a hell of a blocker. And so I just, look, man, I had respect going into the game. I, I have a hell of a lot more after playing against him. Dan Campbell joins us on the Stoney and Jansen program. Uh, James Houston, uh, health-wise, is he uh, somebody we can look forward to seeing on Sunday? 
Well, we're open to anything. He's, um, you know, like I say, he was better last week than he was the week before. We'd anticipate he'd be even better this week. Uh, but until we, we see, you know, where he's at, I can't, you know, I can't tell you if he'll be able to go or not. But, I mean, we're look, we're hoping. We want to take the best players we can or the guys that, that fit a niche or a role that can help us win. Coach, seemed like you guys came out pretty healthy on Sunday night. One guy that we knew what know was battling through, uh, Sam Laporta. How, how did he come out yesterday when you guys reconvened as a team? Yeah, you know what? He came out good. Uh, I certainly know didn't add to any of the injury. Um, went through treatment yesterday and sounded like he's he's even better. So I feel like uh, we're over the hump with him. You know, there'll always be a little soreness in there, but I, I think, you know, we got away unscathed there, and uh, he's going he's gonna to be feeling even better this week. I've got one more question about the playoffs. You're a guy that, as a player and obviously as a coach, have been through a number of playoff runs. How do you express upon your team, even guys that have playoff experience, that, hey, it's no guarantee that there's there's a playoff window, a Super Bowl window, that you got to attack this year because the opportunity is right in front of you. How do you stress the importance and the urgency of taking advantage of of today and this opportunity? Yeah, I, I think it's what you just, you tell them that. I mean, that that's what I've done. You stand in front of the room and you tell them that you, you give them stories. Um, you know, you, you wish that, that you could inject this and in, particularly into the young players, you know, and I just bring this back up my second year in the league, we go to the Super Bowl. We got creamed by Baltimore, but you know, it was it, what a what a magical year it was, you know. And then you're like, well, hell, that that was year two. I'll be back here every year. We're going to be here every year. We're just going to wake up and do it every year. And then I don't even get a sniff of one until ten years later uh, or nine years later. So you know, and then I was hurt in that one. So the point is, man, you you just don't know when those opportunities are going to be up. And it's not, you know, it's. It's about the matchups every year. And once you get in, it's like anything else. Once you get into the tournament, anything's possible. And it's about one game. And it doesn't matter if you win two to nothing. It doesn't matter if you won 51 to 50. You find the best plan possible. Find a way to find your matchups. You go win those matchups, and you move on to the next one. So we got a great opportunity. There's no way we should be satisfied with what we've done. It should feel good. But if we're just we're all going to pat ourselves on the back and feel great, uh, then we're not going to be ready for the next one. Now, I think this is the easy one to get ready for, and here's why. Because if you turn on this tape, you watch Tampa Bay, this is a tough physical team. They will punch you right in the face. So I, I love that. We're going to know exactly what's coming. There's going to be no <laughs> – there's nowhere to run, nowhere yeah. to hide. So we better be on our A game. And there's no guarantee they're going to drop as many passes as they did last night either. Final thing, uh, your thoughts on Baker Mayfield uh, from from your perspective. Tough, competitive. Uh you can tell he's the captain of that ship, and he's exactly what I think everybody loved when he was coming out of Oklahoma. That's what you see right now. He's a free spirit, uh, and he's going to find a way to make plays. He's going to wheel his team into moving the football and uh, keeping them in it and finding a way to win. So I got a lot of respect for him. I think he's tough, uh, tough as nails, and, um, man, he's playing at a high level right now. Dan, thanks a lot. Appreciate it. Good luck. And hopefully we'll talk to you this time next week as we prepare for the NFC Championship game. Okay, sounds good. Appreciate all of you. All right, thanks a lot. That's Dan Campbell, head coach of the Detroit Lions here. Stoney and Jansen, 97-1, the ticket. Uh, it is time to talk about 
the big fitness energy sale at Planet Fitness, which has been extended. That's right. The big fitness energy sale has been extended. Uh, so you can join for just 24 cents down and $10 a month. Celebrate 2024 with 24 cents down at Planet Fitness. And there are over 50 locations in the Detroit area. They got new cardio at Utica, Dearborn, Oakfield, Oakfield, Oak Park, Southfield, new strength equipment at Woodhaven, Livonia, Five Mile Commerce, and others are now open in Heartland on Highland Road. It's a great place. I love going out there. Uh, the West Bloomfield location, work out on the cardio, watch all the TVs, and, you know, when you get in shape, obviously it helps you physically, but it also helps you mentally too because you feel good about yourself. So the big fitness energy sale has been extended. Do it now. 24 cents down and just 10 bucks a month. Get started for 2024. Planet Fitness is a judgment-free zone. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast old man winter here if i had it my way it would stay winter all year long short days wind chill black ice and a good polar vortex oh <laughs> heaven wait is it getting warm in here your cold snap is over old man winter spring has arrived Spring Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.
248-539-9797. If you missed the interview with Dan Campbell or Peter King, uh, you can listen to it or any of our shows, all of them, on the uh, Odyssey download the app, get it now, and uh, go to our podcast. You got uh, TJ and John's Necessary Roughness. You got me and Evan Restore the Floor. You got Cash the Ticket. You got Five Star Zone. You got Kang Collects, and you got Busting Balls with Pat Caputo. Yeah. Also on Twitch right now, which uh, if you, you know, they're not going to show TJ anymore. <laughs> <laughs> These damn cameras get me every week, man. I'll tell you what. <laughs> every week. Oh, there he every is. Week. Ah, we got the censored TJ. Every yeah, week. we blurred his face out. I, I wish that I had <laughs> a. Uh, I wish I would. I wish the camera in the um, Lions radio booth was on after the game last Sunday. Or at least I wish I was rolling uh, on my phone camera. Because when I walked into that booth, which we eventually did the post game show, but this is right after the game, and there was it's one of my, my somebody asked me what's your favorite part of the game. I said my favorite part of the game was watching you and Dan Miller give the most intense bro hug, bear hug, wow. um, celebratory hug. It was great. You guys were just, and it was it wasn't fake. It was natural. It was everybody was just so freaking pumped they won that football. Those yeah. were some of the best moments. Oh my yes. god! I mean, extremely. Uh, jacked up right and yeah. i come up to the booth at the very end and, right um so i missed his live call and i got there they they'd already celebrated a little bit but i i was there's so many other people outside of you know the team that you're happy for yeah dan miller's a guy that has been around the team a long time mm-hmm. i mean he has been with the team through every single low point over their last what 20 year history yes. right um and i hear dan talk all the time i get to spend time with dan and we go to dinner on the road and um, you know, I'll ask him sometimes, like, what's it going to be like to call a playoff game or call a playoff win, right? Because um, he's called a couple playoff games. but And you hear stories and you hear him talk and you you see how emotional he gets yeah. because this means something to him. He is a, you know, you're, you're supposed to be, <laughs> I think as a reporter or anything like that, you're not supposed to be biased, but this is the home Oh, you're program. supposed, you, to, you're the supposed home to be biased, team. right? Yeah, right so, you are. Um, <clears throat> he's a huge fan and... You know, when I walked into the booth and saw his face, I mean, it was just, it was awesome. It was, it was great. It was, it was great, great to and, watch. And, and watching, you know, the TV copy, I got home. I didn't go to bed until 4 o'clock in the morning because I was so, my adrenaline was pumping. I went you back and been watched the game. With, and, you should have been FaceTiming <laughs> with Campbell. <laughs> well, you know, it sounded like he crashed after the game, which is which yeah. is common for players and coaches. Right. Um, but, you know, looking at Dan's face, I was just, I was so happy for him. I was so happy for all the people that have been with the team for so long that maybe don't get the credit that they deserve. Uh, that that tends to go to the players and coaches, but uh, Dan Miller was a guy that I, I I was so excited to see him and um, you know just have that moment to be able to share with him was was particularly special because he's been uh, he's been great to me the last couple of years since I started working with the team and, uh, and it was it was a great moment. He's awesome. he's a great guy and you see all the behind the scenes guy and that's one thing. I mean I don't want to get into the whole Stafford thing. Uh, at the podium because people, I think, took it the wrong way. But, I mean, I watching Stafford find, like, Elton Moore and hugging him and all the people that were really good to him when he played here, I thought that was pretty cool at the yeah. end of the game. So, yeah. uh, it was it was, a, it was a great game. It was a close game. They obviously could have lost, but they won, and that's the most important thing. And they, they hung on in the ballsy call on second down out of the two-minute warning to pass to St. Brown. And yeah, and that's the time to do it. Uh, yeah. You know, I hate when teams in that situation go run on first down, run on second down, and – Hey, we're gonna put all, all of our eggs on third and nine and see if we can win the game here. That second down is is the time to take a kill shot because right. everybody's expecting a run. So I thought it was a uh, brilliant call from Ben Johnson. I know the offense kind of sputtered out there a little bit in the second half, 
Um, but man, the defense, like the the red zone defense. I was surprised that the Rams started to throw the ball. It was like they were just trying to get Cooper Cup a touchdown there in the red zone the entire game. And our defense had a good plan, and they kept him out. And that was the difference, right? The uh, 0 for 3 in the red zone mm-hmm. for our defense and 3 for 3 for our offense, scoring yeah. touchdowns. I, I thought it was a – these teams were pretty evenly matched, right? Um, we started the game off hot on offense going mm-hmm. down, I think, first three possessions. Touchdowns. 21-10. And, and the first two possessions, the first two possessions, the Lions never had a third down. No, Correct. It, they were in a great rhythm. Yeah, yeah. I, they had a great plan, yeah. and you know, ripping off chunk plays. I mean, eight, nine yards of carry, and uh, you know, Jared Goff make, coming out and making a couple big time throws. Josh like that Reynolds. Is, that is when Jared Goff is able to do that early in the game. That settles me down so much. You know what I mean? Just watching him because there's games where if he comes out and kind of pitter patters and indecisive and. You know, looking for checkdowns, it's like, okay, like you got to get him in a rhythm, right? But if he starts from play one, throwing it down the field with timing, with with accuracy, uh, with some zip on the ball, it, that gives me, and it should, should get every, everybody a confident feeling that he's feeling it today. Like he is in a rhythm today. He's feeling it. He's confident. He trusts his offensive line. He's going to trust his receivers. And that's when this offense tends to roar uh, at, at their highest tempo. Yeah, second half, hey, you hit a roadblock, right? Rams made adjustments on defense. Yeah. You so made adjustments on defense. Yeah. It, it came to a dogfight, but um, I, I, it was just it was po it, it was poetic in, in in a sense to see kind of everything that has haunted this team. Uh, you know, just finally dig out of the grave and just say, you know what, not today, right? Like yes. today's different, right? We're different, and that really I think should solidify for most of us that uh, this team is different. So, and that's how I felt. And, you know, Jared Goff, uh, you know, I wanted to see him play a playoff game. That's what I said all season. You know, we talked about extension talks and, you know, I, I got to see it, man. I want to see what he can do in the playoffs. And, uh, you know, he, he he played a hell of a game and he played a hell of a game. and He's going to have to do the uh, same thing again this Sunday. Yeah. And on paper, the game against obviously Tampa, having beat them down at their place on paper, it looks like it should be a win. And there's going to be a lot of people that pick them. The way that it is laying out, and obviously it's most likely going to be San Francisco in an NFC Championship game, could be you know Green Bay with if they play the same way that they did against Dallas. Who knows what happens? But this is an opportunity that has laid itself out for the Detroit Lions. And and the reason I asked Dan that question was because you don't know if this is a one-off. We'd like to think that there's a window that's open. My rookie season, we beat Detroit at home, went on to you know the divisional round, and we lost on a field goal to Tampa Bay. Could have played you know uh, St. Louis at that time, the greatest show on turf for the NFC Championship. Thought that that was just how it goes, but it's not. It, it and you just never know because of injuries, because opponents, different things that happen throughout the course of bad NFL owners. Season. Well, yeah, bad <laughs> owners for us. But that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, and and. TJ, in your career, I, obviously you you had a chance to make that run uh, and be a Super Bowl champ. There are other times where you get to the playoffs, or even you start the season. You're like, hey, we should win the division. We should host. We should we should win the NFC. We should get back to the Super Bowl. But there's so many weird things. How important is it for these guys to understand the opportunity that they have? And even if they play all their cards right. This opportunity may not be there next year. Yeah, it's crucial. And I, I'm not worried about that as far as this team, you know, like moving on or their head getting too big or, you know, hey, reading the press clippings, right? Because they 
they have this quality about them, and I don't know really know where it comes from, that after an emotional win or, you know, a devastating loss, like they don't let it compile into the next week. You know what I mean? Like it, it, it's something that I think is extremely hard, especially coming off of, you know, a game like Dallas where it felt like you got your heart ripped out. It's very easy to go roll into the next week a little bit sluggish and man, yep. you're still thinking about that, but this team doesn't like they, they find ways to move on. And I coaches here in coaches story talking about his second year and making it to the you know playoffs, however far they went against Baltimore. That was me in my second year. I Super had the, Bowl. I had the chance to go to Super Bowl and we won. And as you're, you're right, as a young player, you're like, man, that wasn't that hard, right? I'm only in my <laughs> yeah. second year. Like it's not that difficult. Well, by the time I got to my 10th year and realized I never got back there, it's not until that point where you're like, man, it is incredibly difficult. I think that there's an admirable quality about this team, though, that they they try not to make the moment too big. It's, hey, even probably yesterday when they showed up, it was probably a lot of fun watching that film. But I guarantee when 4 o'clock hit or 3 o'clock and you're moving on, it's like, hey, Back to work, man. We got to take care of this one now. So that's a that's a great quality of this team. All right, two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. We'll take your your phone calls, your text. TJ in with uh, John and I here. Stoney and Jansen ninety seven won the ticket. Hey, your New Year's resolution is to lose weight, and you can get there faster than you think with Ideal You. Go to idealu.us now, and you could lose twenty pounds in just thirty days. Whether your resolution is to lose ten pounds or a hundred pounds or anywhere in between. Ideal You works, and it works fast. I lost 10 pounds in the first 10 days, and I lost 60 pounds overall, and I got to eat real food. It wasn't shakes, bars, and it's something that I could, I've could. i been able to stay on. I'm two years in, and I've been able to keep the weight off, and you're going to get a weight loss coach that's working with you every step of the way. They're going to help you lose weight, and they're going to help teach you how to keep it off. I'm here to tell you it works, and it works fast. Go to idealu.us right now and sign up for a free body composition analysis. That's $150 value free. Find out your visceral fat percentage, water weight percentage, bone mass, muscle mass, and anything else that you want to know about yourself. Best of all, find out how easy it is to lose weight fast. Picture yourself 20 or 30 pounds lighter in just 30 days. Now's the time to make it happen. Go to idealu.us now. That's idealu.us. Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King. The King's Theater in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's Leading Ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheater.com. Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven is the telephone number. Shaq Barrett of the Tampa Bay Bucks says, hey, we're going to Detroit. This is our revenge tour. Beating teams that uh, already beat them this year. Oh, good. So Philly was one, and for him, uh, Detroit is the other. By the way, speaking of uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, one of their lovely assistant coaches, Larry Foote, we love so much. He'll be with us Friday Footy. around 7 o'clock. Yep. So. Yeah, former teammate of mine at Michigan yes. there. Great, great, great dude. Yes. Um. What didn't you like about Sunday, TJ? What didn't I like? Yeah. I mean, I feel like I would be nitpicking. Um, That's what we but do. The, the secondary, I think, still way too many explosive plays. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the touchdown pass to P- uh, Puka Nakua was, you know, double move. I think Cam probably got a little bit too aggressive. But, um, you know, and then even the long strike later in the game, I think it was 2-2 Atwell. 
Like, that was actually really good coverage. I can't Fedora write about just that. He it. Just, it was a hell of a throw. It yeah. was a vintage Matthew Stafford, you know, strike where only his guy could get it. But I still think that, you know, if you want to play complete defense, um, you still just got to tighten up the secondary just a little bit, right? And and I, I, I'm totally fine with, hey, we I don't care if we let up, you know, 400 yards. Uh, if we keep him out of the end zone, that's the ultimate goal. Right. That is the ultimate goal. But I do think that, especially when you play a team like – Baker Mayfield coming in. We know he's an aggressive quarterback. Uh, he's he's going to throw the ball. He's going to rip it. He's going to have that gunslinger mentality. If you can find ways to mix up your coverages, make it look like man, and then hey, we're dropping back in zone, you can start forcing some tur- some some takeaways on on that defense. So uh, I, I still think that's something that they can clean up. But like I said, it's for me, it's still not a huge issue because the bottom line is they're keeping teams out of the end zone. Yeah. So, uh, but I, I think you still have to find a way to limit some of those explosive chunk plays because that's that that, that can turn the momentum, especially I, in these playoff games. And the thing that uh, was not good in the second half was the well, the offense overall, but the run game. I mean, Montgomery only got what fourteen carries, four in the second half. Gibbs only had four in the second half either. He ended up with with, with eight. And I think against Tampa and their t- tough run defense up front. Yeah. As as Dan Campbell mentioned, uh, Montgomery's got to be not necessarily the bell cow, but you know, tough yardage. I think he's better at it than Gibbs. Yeah, and, and teams, you know, really starting with uh, Dallas and Minnesota, the last game at Ford Field, really they started to pack the line of scrimmage with five defensive linemen. Um, so that takes away a lot of the double teams, right? Now your center can't go slide to help a guard because he's got a nose tackle right over his head. Uh, that's challenging in the run game. You're going to have to find ways to be creative uh, to be able to you know, get some gaps and down blocks and force some, uh, force some creases against defenses like that. Uh, I, I thought they did early in the game yeah. well. They were running a lot of those counter plays and getting some of the down blocks, but later in the game, uh, you know, they, they started packing line of scrimmage a little bit. And, um, and, and look, I think even watching it yesterday again, you know, the running backs missed a couple holes. I mean, there's a couple times where Jameer Gibbs, uh, we, we love his speed, don't get me wrong, but, you know, he's bouncing it just a little too early, way out to the edge. And, you know, you, you look and you say, man, give us a little stutter step, a little bit more patience, and everything on the inside is going to open up. So um, everybody plays a part in that. Uh, that's something that, look, Minnesota kind of, I don't want to say gave the blueprint, but. Uh, they had success against our run, and that's what L.A. did in the second half was just kind of load up five, six guys at the line of scrimmage, and it's tough. It's tough sledding. So if they're going to do that, part of you feels like, hey, we got to supplement the short pass game, right, to kind of force them out of that defense, mm-hmm. uh, which they did a little bit, just couldn't really have sustainable success uh, that, that often there in the second half. Bill and Canton, you're on 97, won the ticket. Hey, guys. I just uh, John, you're one of my uh, all-time favorites. Congratulations on Michigan Go Blue. That was exciting. Thank I you. I never watched so much football in my life, man, because <laughs> this, this playoff at the Lions, too, it's, it's incredible. You know, over 50-year fan of the Lions, this is, this is something I've never experienced. This is awesome. And Dan Campbell is just like, he, he's the man. When he got hired, it's like, I don't know about that, but, man, he is the man. And anybody calls in with SOL, hang up on him, because this is not SOL. That's gone. So... <laughs> Uh, just want to reiterate that, that. Go Lions, man. You can take care of those Buccaneers. Let me ask you a question, and I, I tend to agree with you, but suppose they have a six-point lead, three seconds left in the game, Mayfield chucks to the end zone, it goes through the hands of Cam Sutton into Mike Evans, touchdown at the end of the game. Would that be the – would SOL be dead? No, no. Okay. I mean, yeah, yeah, it would, because this okay. is a different team, a different era. Okay. And that's not that's not SOL because they don't lose the same way like they used to in years past or do the same things. 
and they always rebound. And um, their secondary is kind of depleted. So if that happens, that's just because of secondary uh, okay. a, a lack of talent. All right, I'm, I'm just pointing out if they lost in ridiculous fashion more than anything else. I'm well, just having fun. So Sterling Sharp was a lack of talent. <laughs> no. <laughs> lack of what they had there was a, a failure to communicate. Yeah. That's what that was between Kevin Scott and William White. Yeah. Here's the thing when, when you're talking about deficiencies and nitpicking, um, if I'm nitpicking, I still want to be able to find a way to pressure the quarterback more. And you've got to find a way to pressure the quarterback more with four. At some point, you're going to have quarterbacks that are just simply better and they're mobile and you've got to be able to be in rush lanes. But Aiden Hutchinson, I thought, played a tremendous game. He came away with two sacks. One of them was just simply because he got there first when Matthew Stafford yeah. fell down. Um, but to the, he forced that holding call. Uh, there were a number of times where he made an inside move on their left tackle and he forced Matthew Stafford out of the pocket or rushed the throw but there's not much of a chance for him to get home because there's no pressure coming from anywhere else. Yeah, and <clears throat> that's kind of been a constant, right? Yeah. And it's been covered up over the past, call it five games now, uh, yeah. because of the pressure that they're bringing. And you look at it and you say, oh, four sacks, three sacks, man, we got after him. Um, when you're right, though, there's there's still a, a large portion where you, know, you wish there would be a little bit more consistent pressure. Um, I think a guy who played really well was – uh, Aleem McNeil. I mean, he is. He looks refreshed. He looks rejuvenated. We know he missed the four games there. Came back last week against uh, Minnesota to play a little bit, but he looked like he played a pretty good game and was getting a little bit of pressure. I, I still think his role is going to continue to to grow even into this week now that he's back into football shape, so to say. Um, but you're right. I, I think that the four man rush still has to find ways to be creative, uh, or you know, sometimes. Like what other teams are doing to you, put five guys on the line of scrimmage and and create five one on ones. Uh, we've saw that a little bit at times too. But you're right, man. Hutchinson, what is it? Uh, seven sacks, I think, in the last three games. Mm -hmm. um, and you know that's he's been kind of saying that all season is that you know I know the sack numbers aren't there, Correct. but you know once they come, they're going to come in bunches. And when you talk to the coaches, um, they're like, yeah, he's been doing the same thing he's done all year. I mean, he's getting pressure, and it just so happens that you know. Today they let into two or three sacks, so right. he's going to be a he's going to continue to be a, a vital part because he is the one guy, like you said, John, that you can rely on pretty consistently to at least put a put some pressure on the quarterback. And there were a few plays where you sit there, all right, let's get to Stafford, where he, all you saw and he would he would drop back into coverage to try to you know complicate things for him. So yeah. he's not rushing on every single play. Let's right. go to Chesterfield, Dave. You're a ninety-seven on the ticket. Hey guys, how are you this morning? Good, good. Hey, we're pumped up about the win. The one thing, real quick for you guys, um, I don't know, I've seen this trend, and I'm sure you guys have as well, and it scares me to death, is how in the world can we keep giving up third and 19, 20, 25s? That's going to come back to haunt us when we get into uh, deeper into this because a, a team that can actually put the points up or convert that and get those three might cost us a game. Well, so I just was wondering what your thoughts are on well, that. Well, here's my answer to that. A couple of them, not, not, I'm not talking about this past game, were amazing catches by Justin Jefferson. And, you know, they had the one after the uh, – there was one of the plays in, in Minnesota where he made a, a great catch. Yeah. Sunday, the, the third and – was it 19 or whatever, third and 15 at the end of the first quarter, only one quarterback makes that throw, and that's Stafford. It was a hell of a throw. And it was it, a great throw. It, and it was – you know, you're kind, of, you're kind of – Dave, you're kind of picking poison there where you say, hey, third and 15, okay, are we going to – 
are we going to rush or are we going to cover? Are we going to drop seven guys? Are we going to drop eight guys? Um, you give Stafford time like that, uh, he's going to probably pick you apart. Yeah. Uh, so the, even on that play, they sent pressure, which I don't disagree with, and it was really a good call because you go watching back, or you go back and watch, and C.J. Gardner Johnson had a free run at right. Matthew Stafford, and he just got tripped up just at the line of scrimmage. Um, so that's that's the you know that's the negative side of it. If you send pressure and don't right. get home. Uh, guys are obviously going to have a lot of one-on-one opportunities. But you're right, that was just a hell of a throw. And Matthew Stafford made that – he made probably five or six throws that game that were just like, just nothing you can do, man. You yeah. have great coverage. It's a good call. Sometimes the other team's going to make a play too. Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. We'll preview the Tampa Bay Buccaneers coming up next. 97 won the ticket. Hey, when was the last time you enjoyed a game of tennis, pickleball, or golf? Or how about taking an evening hike or walk, but you are able to do it all pain-free? If your arthritis, old sports injuries, or joint pain is preventing you from the activities you love, you need to call Straith Orthopedics. Dr. Derek Hill is highly trained in treatment for the hip and knee, specializing in a special anterior approach hip replacement with very little downtime, rapid recovery techniques, and non-surgical multi-pain modal treatments. Dr. Hill can get you on the road to living a life free from pain. Listen to what Neil, a straight orthopedic patient, shared about his experience. He writes, Prior to surgery, I was very limited. Standing or walking caused pain. I had total knee replacements at straight orthopedics using the robot-assisted procedure. Today, I am back to my daily two-mile walk without pain. My doctor took the time to explain options and provided answers and recommendations to my questions. Neil, thanks for sharing your story. You, too, could start living your life pain-free so you can get back to all the favorite activities that you have, whether it's walk, golf, pickleball, doesn't matter. Just call Straith Orthopedics at 855-STRAITH or go online to straith.org. That's S-T-R-A-I-T-H.org. Straith Orthopedics is committed to you. Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. TJ, I got uh, John's uh, reaction to it when it happened, but you also being an offensive lineman, different positions, obviously. But Jason Kelsey announced he's he's done. Did he uh, announce that today? He told his team after. The uh, game. I heard he told the yeah. yeah. So, yeah Schefter reported it. I don't think okay. he's publicly come right. out and said but, it, but yeah, because yeah. I know he didn't talk after the game. Right, and uh, there was a shot on the sideline of he was him hugging with uh, his offensive line coach. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, he's gonna, he's going to be in the Hall of Fame. Oh, yeah, he will. Heck of a career, man. What, fifth or sixth round pick, I think, in uh, 2011? Uh, Man, he's been a staple of not only that offense, but, uh, you know, the standard of what offensive line play looks like over the past uh, decade plus. Um, So, And and that's not really a surprise. I mean, I I don't know if you guys watched. I think it was Amazon Prime did a documentary on him. Um, It was a good one. Yeah, it was good. It was supposed to be on both of them, but it was mostly on him. He's a good – he just seems like a great guy, great teammate. Um, You know, they followed him around. It was really entertaining to watch. And even in that documentary, you could – like his wife was like, you're not playing another year. So I think he had to kind of fight uh, to even play this year. Yes, he did, yeah. um, For him to be done uh, is is not a surprise. And – yeah, he he looked emotional. You can usually tell at the end of games which ways players are leaning. But and, he's been a hell of a player, man. Like you he, said, he'll be a Hall of Famer. And he seems like a great guy. Like like you guys are when you go to bars and stuff like that. You you don't play the you know the celebrity card. You you, you talk to people. Uh, and I know he lives not too far away from my sister. And they people see him every once in a while. And he's just really a, a cool dude. And it, it glorifies. It's good for you guys when you see offensive linemen. I think 
get the publicity that you guys usually don't get? Well, I think that it depends on which town you're in. There are right. certain cities that appreciate yeah. the hardworking, gritty guys. Right. Like Detroit's one of them. Yeah. Uh, Philadelphia, yes. one of them. Tough city. You know what I mean? You appreciate the tough players. Uh, you know, if you went and played in L.A., something like that, I don't think anybody would care who you are. No. <laughs> right. Nobody cares there anyway. You know, Green yeah. Bay was the same type of city. You know, yes. they, they like just the blue-collar work ethic, and that's mm-hmm. what offensive linemen try to represent. So um, that's why I think he's kind of reached that folklore status in, in Philadelphia. And obviously what he did after the uh, – you know, the parade, I know, oh, yes. you know, back in 2017, yeah. 18, yeah. when they won, mm-hmm. um, you know, that kind of uh, took him to a whole new <laughs> level out there <laughs> in Philadelphia folklore. So, yeah. Um, and know. it's just, you know, his last uh, tush push failed. Yeah. Last I mean, night. you know, every, you know, you know, it's really bad in Philly when that, when that fails. Yes. <laughs> right. That it's was so kind automatic. of the final, that yeah. was the final straw that, yeah, something's messed up here. We can't even run this play anymore. Yeah, I forget the name of the lineman, <laughs> but he actually got the defensive lineman got lower than Kelsey, which is almost impossible. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. the key to stopping the play. All right. Watching Tampa, you saw him up close and personal during the regular season. Yeah. You saw them play last night. Uh, this and a lot of people. Oh, it's Tampa. It's this. It's not going to be an easy game. Their defense no. is really, really good. They're really good. And I, you know, remember kind of mocking them back in the off season when Devin White came back and when some of the other guys. You know, I think Jamel Dean, the corner, resigned with them, and they said, "Hey, we're going. We want one more chance at this." You know, and, and you're looking at that point, going, "These guys are crazy. They're going to stink this year." Um, they're they've really turned the corner though. They started the season four and seven. Uh, they've won six of the last seven now. I mean, they're and their defense is they are legit. They are really, really good. And I go back to that first matchup. Uh Jameer Gibbs was hurt. He didn't play. Correct. And David Montgomery got hurt that game. That was the one yep. where he fell on the ball and hurt his ribs. So um the rushing game, I just pulled it up, you know, twenty two carries, forty yards. Um evaporated. Right. Yeah, really, really bad. Um Jared Goff had a really good game, thirty of forty four, three fifty, two touchdowns. Uh and our rush defense, you know, was Fantastic! I think that was maybe one of the first games where uh, they really started to turn the corner. Held Rashad White to twenty six yards. Uh, but going back to that game, I remember it was a little. It was closer than the twenty to six final uh, because there were a couple plays there. I don't know if you guys remember where uh, you know Baker took a couple shots downfield, and I think there were Drop two passes. that were. I mean, probably going to be 60, 70-yard plays that they dropped or were just a little bit overthrown early yeah, in Evans that game. Drop one early in that game. You blew a coverage. And Mike Evans probably could have gone for an 80-yard touchdown if, if Baker would have seen. It was actually on a, a Will Harris interception that got tipped. Um, so this is a it's a better team than what they look like on paper. Um, and Baker Mayfield is kind of, like Coach said, I mean, he's kind of gotten back to that, you know, <clears throat> cocky-type, arrogant, confident quarterback that we saw coming out of college. And for him to kind of now come full circle with his career where – he was at the top of the mountain, and then he had to go all the way down to the bottom and learn how to climb back up again. Um, he seems like he's an easy guy to root for now, and mm-hmm. he, he looks like that team takes on his identity where it's the toughness, it's the arrogance, it's the competitiveness. Like You know what I mean? It looks like it's contagious to the rest of that team. But I'll tell you, you're going to have to have a good plan offensively because their defense, they fly around. I mean, we saw it last night. Their, their defensive line is really, really good. Vita Vea is one of the best players in the NFL. You're going to have to have a plan for You're going to have to have a plan for Levante David and for Devin White. I mean, mm-hmm. those are two of the best inside linebackers. Um, so, you know, I think Antoine it'll be, Whitefield I, I think it'll be the a back good, end. It's going to be a good game. It's going to be a good game. Now, kind of going back to, you know, what John talked about a few segments ago, this feels like our defensive line 
is going to have to find a way to dominate. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You look at Tampa's offensive line, and and they're doing a nice job. But Werfs they've got is some good. young. Their left tackle Tristan Wirfs is good, but everywhere on that offensive line, uh, a lot of guys that have been backups their whole career, a lot of guys that are young players. Uh, the right tackle Gedeke is is a young yeah. guy. Their right guard Mouch. Cody Mauk is a is a rookie. Um, so this seems like a game defensively that you're going to have to try to dominate. Uh, as long as you stop the run against Tampa, which has kind of been the recipe for this team, mm-hmm. I think that's how you have success. But I, I after watching them last night, I, I'm, ex- I'm expecting Tampa Bay's best effort this weekend. And if you take a team lightly, especially in the playoffs, you know that's where you, you can get Dallas Cowboyed and <laughs> get your teeth kicked in. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.